Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in gorgeous downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 30, recorded Monday, September 26th, 2022. Thanks to partners Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Leip. Who else would be here tonight doing this? <laughs> Just me, right, John? Absolutely. Show number 30 tonight features, in reverse order, guest number three, East Alton Wood River football coach, Gary Heron, and he is bringing in Mr. All-World running back and safety from East Alton Wood River High School with nine touchdowns, Seth Sladen. Have you heard of this kid? Yeah, I actually just recently read an article in the Alton Telegraph, and uh, yeah, they're off to a really good year so far. How many good nicknames we're talking? See, see, I'm already already ahead of myself. Mm. Guest number one, John Huff. Of the Gateway Sports venue, it is. how many how many nicknames could you come up with for Seth Slayton? Oh, geez, Slayton, Slayton. Oh man, that's Slayton. You know, I'm starting Slayton. with the Slayer. There, well, there you go. Come on, no, that's you're thinking outside of the box right there. That's really good. The Slayer, dudes, jump on him, and he he's he's just running through tackles. What are they calling that? That's a sleigh ride. That'd be. A, Come on! I dude. mean, you, there's there's a reason why you're an English literature teacher. You come up with stuff like that. The you, dude's you name creative. is Seth Sladen. It's alliteration. It's perfect. He's got a he's got a famous person's name. Welcome to the sleigh ride. There you go. <laughs> so we got a big show tonight, and don't forget before we before we even start, please subscribe to this podcast. You love it. It's free. Why not? And number two, follow us on all of our social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook, and what the kids call the Gram. And if you have a story idea, email me, please, at mespdave at gmail.com. Last, remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. Just got a good email today from my man Joe Allstat from Greenville High School. He nominated a team that's about to be our next team of the month. But you can get you can get that team, your favorite team, in there real soon too. All right. Without further ado, welcome to the show, John Huff, Gateway hey, Sports Venue. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. What is the Gateway Sports Venue? Because I poked around. I saw you on YouTube. I saw you. On, I saw. I heard a bunch of podcasts. I see you in social media. You define the GSV. So the GSV, the Gateway Sports Venue, I wanted, it was something that had to do with originally 314 area because that's where I grew up. I grew up in St. Louis County. And I, I thought eventually one day it would, if hopefully it got big enough, it would cover, you know, the 636 and the 618 in this area because I got, I got some 618 roots myself, my family kind of being um, – being from Western Illinois, and so I've always wanted to cover that area, and I've, I've just been a big sports guy my whole life, pretty much. So, um, 
So your plan was to cover high school sports first in the 314, and then yeah. eventually you've kind of included the 618 along with that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in the six, yeah, in 636, I mean, kind of started in Missouri a little bit, and then I always wanted to incorporate the 618 as if, if it got a little bigger and I wanted to expand it and just keep, keep at it. And what year did you start all this? 2016. I remember, I don't remember the exact date, but it was June in 2016. I was on my, I was on my parents' couch in their family room and just... <laughs> Finally clicked, and I I gotten some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the God's honest truth right there. There I mean, you go. Was, it was. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> quite a visual. I lived. Yeah, I, I'm not afraid to say. You know, I, I'm I'm not ashamed to say. You know, I lived in my parents' house uh, a little while after college. So uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, a lot of fond memories there. And uh, you know, I'd, I for over a year I'd kind of gotten ever since I got into journalism. You know, people were kind of saying, you know, I, I, I worked at riverbender.com for about Sweet. five years. Yeah. So um, they do a great job. And uh, Dan Brandon, Dan Brandon, baby. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he gave, he was he was the one who gave me my first uh, my first shot in journalism, uh, you know, covering them, uh, driving all over the place, covering a lot of small school uh, sports, uh, which really gave me appreciation for, you know, small town, you know, communities and sports, how they rally around their programs and uh but um, so then you decided to strike out on your own and said, "I'm going to create." And is it just you? Is GSV just you? Do you have any partners or anything? I do. I have a guy who I do my podcast with, Roman Bishop. I can't tell you how much he means to me. I mean, he's such a smart guy. Um, he's currently a pre med student at Florida State, and uh, you know, he was uh, he actually runs a GAC football account, which is there. Um, it's the big conference in the St. Charles County area. And he does a tremendous job with that. And he just knows football and sports so well. And, and then also um, Larry Thornton and Sean West, uh, they helped me film uh, sporting events, oh, mainly football and basketball and uh, maybe some baseball. But yeah, those, that's really uh, our, our team we have there. And you guys are filming football games and then you're splicing them together and creating like, like a speed, like a edited, sped up version of the game, right? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's you could say it's a condensed version of the game because right. I wanted to. I've always kind of wanted to, you know, just have a uh, a website in which I, I guess I ultimately kind of took it upon myself to do it. Um, you know, ever since I was in high school, like you know, it'd be great if there was a website that could just or you know, films games around the area. Mm. And, you know, ultimately, I guess I just took it upon myself. But yeah, yeah, condensed game highlights and. Um, you know, eventually, you know, got into, you know, analysis and rankings. But, yeah, the condensed game highlights, you know, really wanted to go big on that because nobody else was really doing it at the time. And now it's, you know, I think it's really cool. A lot of it's really blown up just all over the country. There's like a lot of young people wanting to start their own pages and you know, kind of freelance and doing video highlights. Perfect. I wanted to talk about the rankings because that seems to be one of the big things that you're doing in your social media mm -hmm. aspect. And social media is a pretty big part of the GSV, right? It's huge. Um, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be where we are today without the social media aspect of it. That's for sure. 5,500, 5,500 followers, right? Is that what I saw? Uh, on YouTube? It's about the yes. subscribers. That's how many on on YouTube, and then about the same on Twitter. If I if I'm not mistaken, actually, fifty five hundred. No, Twitter is actually at nineteen point six thousand. Wow, good yes. for you. Thank you very much. What was the secret to growing that to becoming that number? That's a big number. Uh, it's hard work, hard work, and consistency. That's the secret, and it's no secret really. I mean, that, I just keep talking, keep bringing up sports, keep keep being active, um, you know. And unfortunately for me, you know, it's a, it started out as a hobby. I mean, I, I love, you know, like I said, I, I love sports. I mean, going going to, you know, my first Cardinals game with my dad was in 1997. 
I'm showing my age a little bit, but you know, it's all started there. And, you know, I love talking sports and high school sports and, uh, in particular is, is so much fun to talk, uh, talk about. And obviously that's why you do what you do here. Yeah. I think everybody, I think almost everybody I know loves sports, mm -hmm. but you know what everybody hates? Waiting in line at the DMV. Very and now transition. you do not have to. How about that, John? I had to go. I had to renew my driver's license today, so I, uh, that was not fun. If you went to, if you lived in Illinois, you could have gone to Rosenthal License Service, where you don't have to wait in line at the DMV. Go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV genius location rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the metro east for more than 80 years with fast friendly service and they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public so the next time you need to renew your sticker save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends john and francis and tell them i sent you at rosenthal license service or give them a call at 656-6163 so this all started with you as a kid being a Cardinal fan and a sports fan, and then you grow up and you went to what high school in St. Louis County? That's just the St. Louis question, but I still got to ask it. I love it. No, I'm totally fed into it. I went to Ledoux Horton Watkins High School. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Graduate from school, and then you studied some broadcast journalism? Um, technically not broadcast journalism. So, uh, no, I never really got into that particular area. So I went to my first year of college was at Lindenwood University, and I, to be honest with you, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life and my future. Um, I majored in history, and about one week into class, I'm like, I, this is not for me. So <laughs> there was a time, I, re I actually remember where I was at. I was uh, I made the decision, I think it was like sometime in November, December, in a coffee shop. I was, you know, eating a cookie, and I was just thinking, you know what, I really want to get this. I want to write about sports. I just want to get into sports just because it's fun. I don't know how else I could do it, you know. Yeah. It's not fun to me. and. If whatever profession I got into. So it's uh, that's really where I made that decision. Then uh, I transferred to Missouri Baptist University for and uh, went there for the next four years and got into, you know, ink, studied English and journalism. Mm -hmm. And uh, initially it was just being a writer. I just wanted to do that. And then I eventually just kind of fell into, you know, wanting to filming stuff, filming games. And uh, it's just, it's caught a, it caught a life of its own. And yeah, I, I got to learn some things. I learned how to do Final Cut Pro at uh, MOBAP. And uh, yeah, I got, so I got a, I have a bachelor's degree in journalism there, and which I, I can honestly say have not, uh, it's not really helped me at all as far as like directly getting a job, but it is really GSV has helped me, you know, get uh, secure a couple of other positions elsewhere, which is. So you got some other, other gigs professionally that you do in addition to GSV. It's not, yes. it's not the only thing that you're doing professionally. No. Okay. Um, give me an idea of your typical week in terms of what you do at GSV. Yes. So actually I just started doing, um, filming soccer, um, which if I wasn't here right now, I'd probably be doing it, <laughs> but it's okay. No, I, um, I'm going to try to, um, we're going to I'm going to try to do some more soccer on an every other day basis. So yeah, I started doing that on Monday and then for every day I want to put out, uh, like a ranking or, um, or we do, uh, we have our Rogan Portnoy sports book, which spoiler, spoiler, it's really just us doing it. Okay. <laughs> the title is kind of in the hints kind of in the title cause it's a ridiculous title. 
you know, Rogan Portnoy, like what's, what's that, you know, just two random people that we first thought of. So that's, that's, the time. that's got it right there. Yeah. I like it. Uh, thank you. And yeah, so Monday we do our area football and uh, small school uh, rankings came out today. And then tomorrow we're going to do our, I, we started doing this this year, doing our state rankings, just class classes four through five, uh, four or five, six in Missouri. We would do Illinois, but I just honestly did. I would not know enough about the other schools because Illinois is, you know, huge state as far as, you know, well, everything compared to Missouri. So it's a little easier to keep track of Missouri. You know, you just got St. Louis and Kansas City and a couple of other smaller towns. Uh, but you're still doing a, a Metro East or a St. Louis area rankings in which you are including Metro East schools. Yes, that's what the large and small schools, yeah, very uh, heavily featured, and especially in the small schools. You got, you know, like, you know, Columbia and Bree Central and Highland of really featured heavily been featured so far and uh, mascoot has been very good and i saw that you've yes. had east st louis on there and you had o'fallon and, and edwardsville at least i know that they were featured in one of your podcasts mm-hmm. and one of your previews so i felt like you had a good illinois representation on there for sure yeah um any thoughts about expanding into other sports like volleyball potentially yeah we actually we've gotten a few uh dms from people that have you know said hey hey you know um you know, we got this huge, you know, volleyball match going on Wednesday and whatever, like for like, like Eureka and Lafayette out, you know, West County, the Rockwood School District, you know, they have tremendous volleyball uh, teams and the atmosphere there is crazy. And, you know, I actually, I wouldn't have minded doing that. It's just right now, I don't know really, I wouldn't know how to film a volleyball match, but I guess it's just kind of, yeah, I guess I could teach myself a lot of stuff I've done filming. I've just te- taught myself. So um, it probably, uh, maybe when, you know, the playoffs start coming around, we'll start considering doing that. So that would be, that'd be a lot of fun. I think a lot of, and I think a lot of people at those games would kind of, you know, recognize me and, you know, kind of like it there too. Yeah. I'm sure that, that they would absolutely love it. Obviously you're leaning toward football, basketball, baseball, but I think, I think that volleyball is an exciting sport and lends itself well to television. I don't know how, I don't know how you do golf. What about wrestling? <laughs> We did wrestling uh, last one one meet last year, and that was fantastic. It was actually one of the. I mean, I've had some wrestling people. I mean, they're very. I mean, re- wrestling fans are really. It's kind of their own subculture, <laughs> which I, I absolutely love it. And I mean, I I love the wrestling community so much. I mean, I'm definitely got to film more more stuff because of that. But you're not doing any uh, mic work while you film these games they're just sped up games right they're they're condensed and then you talk about the games later that's what i saw right right yeah we'll talk about them later and they're not like it's not like you know we're we're sped up well it's just condensed highlights not like sped up like two times speed gotcha gotcha right that's what i meant (laughs) right of course course. so um yeah just condensed and even the right like because i didn't really know how to properly condense wrestling how so actually we had a like the wrestling thing i filmed with lafayette and Sackman. um that was a 40 minute video so that was actually the longest video I've ever, I've, wow. ever, I've ever, well, I filmed a lot of long stuff, but like as far as edited, that's the longest one. So in a typical week in this fall, how many films or how many videos are you producing and uploading onto YouTube? Uh, I have a goal every week. I'd like to f- film at least seven. Seven. Yeah. Well, so I one of the other day, people obviously. film and I, I, I edit most of them. Are you doing more on the weekends because there's more games or not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Friday and the Saturdays are the, the big ones. And then how many podcasts? Uh, right now one, but we really could honestly like condense cause we have a long podcast episode typically. So I'm cons- heavily considering about splitting that in half. Like we'll do the, um, you know, 
go over what happened the past week, yeah. what just happened, and then yeah. preview the next. So I'm thinking about splitting that in half. Yeah. Which uh, would be okay. It'd be a lot easier to, you know, find out, you know, certain talking points because a lot of people, you know, like to, you know, just maybe just listen to it just to hear maybe the five minutes we talk about their game or their team or whatever. And daily posts on Twitter. Daily posts on Twitter. Multiple, multiple daily posts on Twitter or uh, just daily? Oh, yeah. No, multiple. I mean, this, I can literally get into some arguments with well, not arguments but debates with people over rankings if they if they uh how know. often does that happen um where people are like you got cbc at six and they should be five and why isn't this met you know right exactly yeah stuff like that i mean today it was do you uh, love that i love or, it or does it irritate you no i love i mean look there's times where it's irritating and there's times where it's like people i'm like okay you just I'm trying to hand, you know, it's like arguing with you is like trying to, you know, nail jelly to the wall. I just, you know, it's not worth it. But there's actually, I've had some really intelligent uh, back and forth with people that, and I, that's why you're a sports fan, you know, you debate a lot and that's part of it. Oh man, if they're, if they're complaining, they're paying attention. Absolutely. Guess what, folks? If you're if you are contacting John at the GSV and you're complaining about the rankings. He's loving it. You're compl- I love it. You know, it's it can be annoying at times, but I do love it. And no, I've I've had I'm not gonna name names, but I've Sure, had, do it. I've, which schools? Which schools are the most irritating, John? No, I'm not going to <laughs> um, they, they, you know, the Metro honest? Esports podcast condones <laughs> nothing that anything John says. He's on his own. Uh, of course, of course you're not gonna name schools. No. But I would also imagine that you have really good working relationships with many school districts and coaches. I, th- I really think, I think I do, you know, I've, I've, I've met some really, I've been able to meet some really great people. I think that's really been the, uh, the best thing about this is I've been able to meet a great amount of people that otherwise I never would have. And, um, you know, it never gets old when, you know, a coach or just even like some athletic directors, they'll say like, you know, Hey, we really love what you're doing. And, yeah. you know, just, you know, if you have any questions, just, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll be there asking. You know, That's great. Yeah, and you know, this whole area, you know, go, you know, go anywhere right here in, in our stadium. You know, it's uh, That's just to roam around and do what you need to do. Okay, I want to talk about two more things. I want to talk about how you're monetizing this because I can see how you're monetizing it. But I think there are a lot of people out there who are wondering, hey, this is a podcast. How do you monetize these things? But I think you, I think you have some good ideas. And uh, the other thing I want to talk about are what you think are the big stories of this season, okay. this fall, what you think what you think are the things that we should be paying attention to. But first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They have offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing. And they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618 618- Five seven eight nine two seven six, or check them out online at blastinggamegroup.com. You will not be disappointed. And you will not be disappointed if you give a follow to the Gateway Sports Venue on Twitter and on YouTube. Are you on any other social media, John? Instagram, yeah. We actually just uh, surpassed 15.6 thousand followers. Woo! On the Instagram? Yes. Sweet. Way to go. All right. So how you monetize in this thing? Yeah, so we uh, go on, you know, YouTube. We were able to monetize our videos on YouTube and even on the podcast. And, um, you know, we're also able to get, uh, 
you know, I will say it like we don't have like any exact sponsors, which I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I mean, you just named some right there. You're very fortunate to have them. I mean, it's really hard to get sponsors and uh, you know, you got to be good at what you do. So, um, but no, I'm a, if anybody's listening out there, you know, <laughs> if you'd like very, to sponsor the gateway sports, venue, if you'd like to, you know, sponsor us, uh, I'd be very happy to talk to you about that. You know, I didn't get like a, you know, any degrees in communications or whatever it's stuff is, you know, it's, it's hard to get those, you know, and I've, I've talked to a lot of people about it, but no, we're still able to, you know, make some, I mean, that wasn't really the goal out of all this, like to, you know, I want to make money off of doing this. And, you know, there's probably been, I've actually had a lot of opportunities to maybe charge some people money, like with some certain highlights, but I'm like, I don't really, especially if it's a kid, like, I don't really like, like, Hey man, like great game. Here's some, here's some highlights, but I'm not giving it to you unless you pay me like a certain amount of money. Like, I just don't want to do it. But I've seen on your, uh, podcast homepage Mm -hmm. embedded advertising. So that means that you're getting, you're monetizing through that. I'm monetizing through that. You know, it's not the like biggest thing, you know, I don't make like a, ton of money it's not like that it helps me like pay for my rent every week every month i should say but no yeah but um and also you know some people will you know pay me to film a certain thing or even just pay me to film or just put together clips for like like an aau um basketball season and uh so it's that's nice to do that and um and also you know i mentioned you know i've gotten some other you know writing gigs doing gsv like i currently work for prep red zone and i'm actually about to post some articles ranking players so just be on the lookout for that because that will probably you know ranking i'm telling you right now if you want to for anybody listening if you ever want to do a pit run a page good or bad intentions and just do player rankings because people go crazy for those and i will say i mean i don't really need to do them as much as i used to since i feel like i've had a good amount of a good, a good amount of following but i knew from day one like people are going to like that more than team rankings yeah, individual they, rankings they go more crazy for that yeah because there's a bunch of kids you know who have like friends and if they don't like their guy is not ranked there then they're gonna they can't and they they don't even think about oh maybe this guy he has a point in these rankings because there's this other guy like no it's just like how in the world is is my guy not ranked here you know because i think he's amazing and i haven't even though i haven't seen anybody else you know interesting yeah. Okay, so what are the biggest stories this this fall season? Talk to me about what you think we should be paying attention to this fall. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I really think O'Fallon's off to a great year. I don't think Illinois. That, yeah, O'Fallon. Yes, and by the way, um, there is I know there's an O'Fallon, Missouri, but there are there's technically not an O'Fallon High School. Okay, there. it's Zumalt North and uh, Zumalt West out there. Gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah, I think O'Fallon's off to a great start. I mean, I, I think we really knew what we were going to expect out of get you know teams like East St. Louis and. CBC, you know, those teams have been unbelievably good, but uh, O'Fallon's really stepped up this year. I mean, I knew, you know, they, uh, I knew they could be pretty good because they were saying, you know, hey, like we really like our, you know, current scene, you know, juniors who are going to step up as leaders next year. And, you know, they've, they've done it really well. And, you know, Colt Michael is a great quarterback for them. And, you know, uh, Jalen, Jalen Smith is an incredibly underrated wide receiver and they're just a well coached team. So, and I, I, I really think they're going to win out and go eight and one and, you know, get a, get a first round home game so that'll be really exciting for for them and uh yeah how about soccer soccer obviously you know apparently collinsville was ranked like number 12 in the nation by a certain media outlet but obviously they're really good i mean they're about i think 11 one and one so you know you'd like to think they're they got a really good state app aspirations going on and then uh, obviously you know Evansville soccer is always always consistently good i um Geez, I, I forgot. I've interviewed the. I cover. I used to cover them at Riverbender.com. Mark Heiderscheid. Mike. Mark Heiderscheid. Yeah, he is. 
he's a fantastic uh, head coach for them, and so he's always got them well, very well prepared. Don't forget that Edwardsville also lost, I think, five nothing to Belleville East. Yeah. So you've got Collinsville, Belleville East, right. Edwardsville, O'Fallon. All those teams are very good in soccer. How about volleyball? Have you have you, you haven't done much volleyball? You said so. Soccer, football. Nothing else this this going on this fall for you? Not this fall, no. No, I've always been heavily on, you know, going on going in heavily on football and, and then uh, the hoops. Yeah, hoops. I'm I'm a, I'm always excited. Football is my favorite sport, but personally, but basketball. I'm I mean, everyone I think knows what's going on with basketball. I just is a basketball fan. So yeah, and it's it's been huge here in St. Louis. You know, we had a, we've been able to pump out a, a couple of really good um, you know players that turned out to be really good college basketball players. You know. E.J. Liddell probably comes to mind, you know, him yeah. being drafted. Yep. John Huff, Gateway Sports Venue, thanks so much for coming by. Great to see you, man. I love love your work. Um, love following you on, on Twitter and checking your stuff out on YouTube. Give him a follow, guys, and uh, come back. I will definitely come back. If you need me to come back in one week, I will do it. You are awesome, John. Thanks Thank so you. much, bud. Bye. Thank you. All right, we're going to talk CM distance running now with Jake Peel and Hannah Miser. But first... I want to talk about Oak Brook Golf Club. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Illinois, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. Are you a golfer, Coach? A little bit. Not much. <laughs> I can see you hitting that ball and running to it. Welcome to the show, Coach Jake Peel and superstar runner Hannah Miser, CM High School in Bethalto. Thanks for having us. Thank you. How's the season going, Coach? It's going really well. Uh, with the weather turning, we're uh, ready for some postseason racing right around the corner. Do you like it when it gets cooler? Do you uh, feel better running when it's cooler? I know the kids feel a little bit better about it than I do, but yes. <laughs> so you like it when it's hot? No. No. Okay. Hannah, how are you doing? Pretty good. So good to see you again. Yeah. Every time I every time I see you on social media, you're winning another race. How many races has she won this year, Coach? Are you counting? Uh, two so far this season, and I think her lowest finish in a race was seventh. Mm -hmm. How are your times? Are you satisfied with where you are right now? I mean, you're probably going to say, I wish I was faster, but altogether, is it all right? Things yeah. going well for you? Yeah. Um, definitely, I can see that I'm a lot more fitter than I was last year. Oh, you this are? Time. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. So, what do you think has made the difference? More miles, or yeah, finally cutting out beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, definitely more mileage. I know, like this summer is probably my best summer of training. So, just having a good base coming into season. And the body felt good. Yeah, didn't overtrain. No. How many miles a week were you running this summer? Um, I hit forty pretty consistently. I think I hit forty-five, maybe almost fifty once. So and these are all just trail miles, typically sidewalk miles. Where do you typically run your miles when you're training? By are these by yourself or are these with team? Kind of a mixture of both, both team and by myself. Um, spent a lot of time running the streets of Bethalto. 
People must see you all the time. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they do. do they wave to you? Yeah, and I get a lot of uh, honking the horns at me. So that's good. Yeah, you yeah. take it as encouragement. I do. Yeah. No one's harassing you. No, so far, no. We've been pretty, pretty good. So. Are you having fun this year? Your senior season? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a leader? Yeah. Yeah. Do you enjoy that? Yes. What does it mean to you to be a leader? Um. I mean, it's awesome uh, just knowing that the people, like my teammates, they really trust me, um, and I trust them. So, Coach, how would you describe Hannah? She is, she is special, uh, just an incredible person, just the way that she uh, loves uh, her teammates and encourages them, and just her drive and determination to uh, get better in this sport. I have I've coached nobody who works harder than she does. Or have you ever coached anybody who loves to run more than this girl? Uh, I don't think so. People are waving at her in the streets. <laughs> she's a staple in the streets of Bethalto as she runs. But she's kind of lazy when she's not running cross country because she goes right from cross country to nothing the rest of the school year. Oh, uh, wait. No. She goes right to basketball. And then from basketball, right to track. Yeah. Girl, you never take a break. Are you still working across the street too? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You are a hardworking kid. I'm always impressed by, by your work ethic. Thank you. Okay, so what are your goals for the rest of this season in cross country? Um, obviously, I think conference is really big. Uh, that's always a really important meet to me. Um, I haven't really competed well at conference, so I'm really hoping to uh, go for the win this year. Who will be your major competition in the conference meet? Probably one of the Waterloo girls. Um, I know every year... One of them will always have like a Angeline Kanyuk. Angeline, uh, Danielle, and then uh, Cameron Crump, Ava yeah. Rao. Coach Huffman has a really good like four-headed monster front four. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, uh, they've had a different number one girl a lot this season. So is that harder for you because they can throw a rabbit out there? Does that happen? They do they do that in cross country uh, by making could. stuff up? Uh, they could, but uh, at this point, I think most of the conference is kind of. Uh, scared to run with hannah so they just kind of let her go <laughs> really okay all right coach let's talk about the team how are the boys how's the boys team right now oh man we just uh oh, we've had a really good season um we're we've got a lot of really good young guys that have been able to insert themselves into our varsity lineup uh, as our five six seven um and they've been really energized to say the least in terms of uh just what they bring to the program and how much they want to get better and that really encourages the older guys um but up front we've got jackson coleman and justice eldridge one of the best front twos in uh the metro east um and then lucas noggle and dj dutner great three four great uh juniors and seniors that have all experienced like all state uh, success on the track and are now looking forward to uh, carry forward those same goals towards what they want to accomplish this fall. So it's really a great team effort. And our JV guys, uh, they work really hard too, and they have a lot of fun. So it's just a really fun group. How many boys in the program? We've got 12. 12 total. And how many, how's the girls team doing? Obviously Hannah is crushing it, but how's the girls team? Uh, Team score, we're not there yet. Uh, we, we've got five now, but we haven't ran our fifth in, our, in a race yet. But the other four girls, uh, other three besides Hannah, are doing fantastic. They're cutting their times every week. Uh, in workouts, they're doing some really big things where I'm really seeing a lot of growth from them, and I'm, like, really proud of the progress that they've made this year. So, uh, you know, it may not show in, you know, your team results, but what they're doing is really special too. 
How about you? You running? You putting in all those miles? You were, you're a former Boston Marathon completer. You finished the race. Now you ran it here, though. It was during COVID. Is my memory right? Uh, yes, but I also did Boston and At April. Boston. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. This spring, is that your plan to do it again? Are you taking a year off? What's going on? Uh, actually, I'm doing Chicago in two weeks. Sweet. So that's that's going to be really fun. Um, and I'm going to take uh, this spring off from racing a full marathon. Uh, this will be my third in a year and a half. And just six, you know, when you build up for a marathon, it's pretty much six weeks of base building and a lot of mileage and everything like that. And I want to focus on running some shorter distances. And uh, this spring, I have a little extra workload. Uh, I'll be the head track coach this year uh, as a first time first time. So I, I don't want to miss anything and I, I need, I need to be there. So what are you looking forward to as the head track coach? Cause uh, that's going to be, that is a big job. I have a lot of respect for Chad Licados because I see what he does. What are you looking forward to in that job? Uh, well, the first thing I'm just looking forward to is uh, for the first time in a little over a year, having our own, place to practice having our own like home meets and everything like that our facilities finally finished and it looks fantastic new track yes so you have new track you have new tennis courts there at civic memorial high school in bethalto what else is going on what other facilities upgrades am i leaving out that that are recent uh well new turf along with the track Mm. and then when they uh put in a new track they upgraded our throwing facilities um, and this this will be the first time we have pole vaults, so we're pretty excited about just having the whole track facility. Our uh, we have a brand new wrestling facility that wow. will be open in a couple months, and our uh, gym floor for our basketball volleyball just got upgraded. Good on you, Bethalto. Good on you, Civic Memorial High School. I know your athletic director works super hard, and you have feel like you have good community support getting this done. Oh, absolutely. Good for you. Congratulations on all that stuff. Okay, goals for the end of the year for the the team and individual. Uh, I'm, I mean, Hannah kind of uh, talked about this already. Uh, just as her coach, like I want to see her uh, get that one uh, conference title that she doesn't have yet, uh, and that would be cross country. She's been fifth as a freshman, fifth as a sophomore, fourth last year, and I I know how bad she wants that one this year. Uh, and uh, for the boys, like I'm not afraid to admit we we want to win the valley. Uh, there's really, um, you know, no no doubt about that. Uh, we've we've got the guys. We just gotta do it on that day. We know Highland. We know Triad. We know Waterloo. We're gonna uh, also want to win the valley, and they're gonna put their uh, best races forward that day. But we've never won a conference title, and uh, you know this is our goal uh, this year. This is something the guys are pretty. Uh, fired up about uh so we've got uh, october 16th uh or october 13th the conference meet circled um and we want to go deep in where is it principia good good for you all right that's that's awesome basketball right around the corner (laughs) have you started thinking about that yet you dribble a ball in the fall no no don't don't touch it nope i have not touched it um i mean i'm excited for senior year i get to do it you know with my friends stuff like that um, but right now, I think I'm really just focused on cross country. Like basketball hasn't really been on my mind. So. Should be. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's good. It's good that you're focused on the one you're playing right now. Mm. Good for you. But I'm still going to ask you. Yeah. Post high school. Yeah. You're a three sport athlete, a smart kid. 
a great student. What are you going to do next? Um, I want to go to school for running. Uh, I think that's kind of what I've always dreamed of. Um, and so I'm going to do that uh, as well as get some sort of um, degree in engineering. So not really for sure. You're I, a ma- I remember you're a math kid. I remember yeah. you telling me that last time you yeah. were here. So what do you? What are the schools? Are do you have a short list or not? Um, kinda. Yeah, I've been on two visits, and I'm planning on taking a couple more. Still talking to college coaches, stuff like that. So okay, okay. What's it like running with uh, coach over here? I mean, I run almost every day with him. Like my easy runs are with him. So we wait. What? Yeah. Yeah. Your easy runs are with him. Yeah, we we run. Why together. don't you run? Why doesn't he run the hard runs with you? Can he not keep up? No, he does the workouts with me. He he does. Um, it's kind of but like the a, easy ones though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, just spending a lot of time on runs with him. Uh, we get to really know each other. Uh, share lots of personal stories. So uh, he's like a father figure to me, and I really um sorry, <coughs> I really appreciate that. That's cool. I think it's weird that you guys can talk while you run. <laughs> like somebody else, like a girl in my class talked about running with former EHS coach Dustin Davis. Mm-hmm. She was like, um, you know who it was? It was uh, Nuttle. Mm-hmm. Emily talked about running with Coach Davis in a letter. And I was like, man, I'm so tired when I'm riding a bike or running. <laughs> I couldn't talk to anybody. But you guys talk when you run? Yeah. Like yeah. long, deep, long, deep conversations while you run. Yes. For some Pretty pretty good stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. Wow, that's awesome. This that's just one of the things I guess I just don't don't really know about running. Have you ever thought about doing a marathon like yeah. Coach does? Yeah. Um, after college, though. After college. What events do you see yourself doing? Cross country, and then and then what with track also? Yeah, um, probably five k, ten k, maybe a fifteen hundred, um, but more like five k. Good for you. All right, Coach, keep up the good work. All right, we got to have you back at the end of the season. We'll hear how things checked in, and we'll hear, we'll talk to you again. I'm sure some some point this year. It's always good, Hannah. We can't we can't resist having you on the show. Anything else? Anything else great about the program right now? You want to share today, Coach? Uh, just we're uh, really excited to uh, you know continue uh, the season. Um, you know October. Yeah. Those last three meets, conference, regionals, sectionals, those are the meets everybody talks about. So uh, we're ready to turn the corner, uh, get race sharp, and just uh, see if we can make a deep postseason run. We're excited. You like where you are? Uh, I do. All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming by. Hannah Miser, Jake Peel, Civic Memorial, Cross Country. You're the best, guys. Thank Thank you you. so much. All right. It's going to be my pleasure to talk East Alton Wood River, Oiler Football. But first, thanks to partner Cassins Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassins Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Cassins.com. Cassins has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not purchase a car or a truck or a minivan or anything anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassins is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent 
today. All right, welcome to the show, Coach Gary Heron and superstar safety and running back, Seth Sladen. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right, Seth, so I, I threw out a bunch of nicknames for you. And how, what do you think? The Slayer? Do your friends call you that already? No, they don't call me they that. They don't? But, but I like that one. That's, that's a good one. And I said when, when these kids are, when he's dragging these kids run through the backfield, that's called a sleigh ride. Oh, I, I, that's a good that's one. That's pretty good. That Can I be your publicist? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. How about let's give some knucks up on that. All right, Coach, congrats on a great season, man. You guys, it's not over. You're 4-1. and one. You're feeling good about yourselves, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously up to a great start. And I got a big big win week one against Harrisburg. Um, you know, a perennial, um, you know, team in the south. Um, playoff team last year. And, and that uh, was a one-point win, right? Yeah, that was actually an overtime win. Um, okay. Seth ran a two-point and. After we scored the touchdown and and uh, won us the game, so twenty nine twenty eight, yeah, yeah, Huge. it was exciting. Kids went nuts. Uh, yeah, everybody went nuts. I think our principal still uh, is like still reeling. Yeah, but then you rattle off three more wins after that, including a big twenty to three win over CM. That has that's that hasn't always happened. And no, it hasn't. We in my eight years, we beat them once, and uh, they've kind of handled us. Um, well, I should say we we only played them four times, but uh, but yeah, they they've handled us quite a bit and. And this year it was our, you know, we had the more experience and it was our turn to kind of turn the tide. And you backed that up with another another great win, 59-14 over Nokomis? Yeah, um, you know, they kind of snake bit us the last couple of years. Um, you know, came back in games on us and beat us um, when I feel they shouldn't have. And and so we wanted to make that a statement game um, to really put them away and, and uh, put points on the board. And that you did, 59 points on the board against Nokomis. You turn around, turn right around against Salem and hang on another 42 points in a 42-34 victory over them. And at this point, this kid is running all over the place. Yeah, he is. Um, you know, it, we started the year with him at quarterback, and, and uh, you know, a little bit in that first game, he, he scored. Um, I think we had him at running back, and he scored, and he, you know, he just told me he just wanted to run the ball. So, you know, we put uh, Miguel at quarterback and moved him back to where he, he was comfortable, and, and that's, you know, the rest is taking care of itself. Why did you ask? To move from quarterback to running back, what made you? You just felt like you said, like he said, you just wanted to run the ball. You didn't want to worry about throwing at all. Yeah, I, I wasn't very comfortable with throwing yet. You know, I was still new, like new to the position, so uh, I knew that there was other people on the sideline that could do a better job than I. So, you know, I was wanting to go back to like where I was comfortable. It's a pretty unusual request, I think, in some ways, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, he. I kind of had a feeling that he, you know, he would want to run the ball more. Um, and we tried to with quarterback, but it's it, it's a little different. You know, when you get snapped the ball, the look is different. The feel is different. Uh, and, um, you know, once he said that, it just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of, okay, I'm, I'm going to put him back there. That's what he wants. And and um, and we did have some other guys that were capable. Um, and Miguel has done a great job for us ever since he's been there running the ball. And, and uh, you know, he's, he's had some trouble through the air. But, you know, as long as we can keep our run game going with both of them, we'll be fine. Seth is averaging 98 yards a game on the ground, which is a huge number for a high school kid. But you're not throwing the ball very much at all. No, we're not. No, uh, you know, that's, that's something we have tried to focus on. But, you know, we, we moved both him and Miguel to quarterback, and it's been their first year there. So it's been tough. I mean, it's tough, you know, it's tougher than you think, standing back there and reading right. and, and trying to get all that stuff done before you get tackled. So, um, you know, Miguel's getting better every week. Eventually we're going to get it there, uh, and it's only going to make us better. Aren't teams – Looking for this kid now? Uh, they are. Nine touchdowns. He's ranked 25th in the area for most touchdowns scored. He's leading your team in every category. It seems like, you know, I don't want to say he's carrying the team, but he does seem to be the obvious 
focal point of your offense. Yeah, and you know, and he he definitely was last year too, and and we really had no answers last year when they took him away or tried to take him away, and we didn't have anything else. So this year we run the quarterback a lot more, um, and so that that they can't just focus on him all the time. They have to do something else, or Miguel's going to hurt him. And uh, a couple games, especially in Harrisburg, uh, Nakomas, that was the case. Uh, where you know they're all packing the tight end side of the ball where Seth normally runs, and and uh, we were able to get it off the backside with Miguel. So I, I think having that two pronged attack has has really helped us. And and then our wing back, um, who we run a lot on jet sweeps and stuff like that, and he's he's done a really good job too. Uh, Ryan, are you having fun this year, Seth? Oh yeah, it's, it's my senior year, so I'm I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can. Isn't it more fun being four and one though? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's a total different feel than I mean, the different vibe at practice. Oh yeah, everybody's you know a little bit happier, a little bit like more upbeat and enthusiastic. So it makes practice go better, and it's it's more fun at practice too. A little bit of momentum too, coach. You win a couple games, and all of a sudden, maybe a couple big guys who thought they weren't going to play now maybe they want to play. If you had some guys show some interest, that maybe are you expecting your numbers to increase? Um, you know, uh, we kind of thought that way when we went on our playoff run um, about three or four years ago. We went three years in a row, and we kind of thought that that would help boost our, you know, the numbers. And it did a little bit, maybe for a year, and then it kind of, well, then COVID hit. So, you know, yeah. after that, and, and that kind of killed everything. Um, I think maybe if COVID hadn't hit, uh, that, you know, and it really killed his, his sophomore year. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think numbers would have increased a little bit. Right now, we're just, you know, we're a 4A school, but, you know, our, our number isn't really 580. It's, it's somewhere around 400 when you take out, you know, our, you know, our special ed population. And so we're not really choosing from that many kids. When I graduated in 02, we had over or almost 800 kids. So, you know, it was easy to get a roster of 60. Now we're scratching to get a roster of 40 hmm. um, freshmen through seniors. So it's, it's been tough, but, um, you know, I, we, luckily we've had some good groups come through uh, that we've been able to, and, you know, in off years, we've, We've uh, you know, won some games, you know, not, you know, we haven't been a playoff team without one of those good groups, but, uh, you know, we just try to keep them in the weight room and keep them, um, you know, as focused as possible. Tough loss in your last week to Breeze Central. They were also uh, four and one coming into the game. How, how would you describe that game? Um, we didn't show up in the first half. Uh, you know, we, we, we knew they were going to be a solid team. They did lose a lot from last year, but they always seem to rebuild. Yeah, they're good. Uh, it's kind of that, that's kind of the thing in the Koki conference, you know, you lose 18 seniors, you get 19 back the next year. And, uh, and all, unfortunately for us, we can't do that. But, um, you know, we told the kids it was gonna be a hard game. It's going to be a rough game. They, you know, they like to run power. Um, they like to run up between the tackles and, and occasionally they'll throw a ball deep and, um, you know, I felt in the second half, we came out much more focused, um, with more energy. I just wish we would have started the game like that. And, uh, and I think we would have, we would have seen a different outcome. I think let's talk about Seth Sladen, the safety. You like playing defense? Oh, of course. I've always loved playing defense. So I can't really pick between offense or defense. I mean, it's just football and you just got to enjoy both of it. You're leading your team co-leader along with Miguel Romero and Tyler Robinson. You guys all have one interception um, Caillou Stilts is leading your team in sacks. Um, but Seth is the far and away leader in tackles per game with 10.2. Kid likes to hit people coming out, coming out of the safety position. He does. He's always around the ball. Um, you know, in fact, a couple, a couple times last game, he was on the opposite side of the ball and was still one of the first guys there. Um, you know, it's, I've told a lot of people around our community this, you know, you don't get to coach a kid like that. Um, once every 10 years, once every 20 years. 
Um, so, you know, I'm enjoying having him um, on both sides of the ball right now as much as I can. And, and uh, you know, he does, a, he does an absolute great job. He might not be the, the most vocal leader on the team, but he definitely leads by the way he plays. And, uh, you know, I think that's evident if you watch any of our games. And he plays with hustle and ease. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. I mean, there's no no All better way, you know, to, to describe him. Um, he's always around the ball. And he, you always have a chance, you think, you know, when he's out there on the field. Huh. Football, your favorite sport? It's the one you're playing right now, so it's the one you like the most. But you're going to go from this right to, to basketball and then from basketball right to baseball. You just love being busy or what? Oh, yeah. I, I love being busy. You know, I don't like to be bored or sitting around. So I don't really have a favorite. I just – whatever season it is, it's, it's what I'm enjoying. So and you've, you've always played these three sports, always forever? Oh, yeah. Since, since I was little, I've always played these, these three sports. So And you're loving Wood River High School. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, our, our community is – really what like all the people in our school the friends the even administrators and teachers I mean we got a special like a special connection it's 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 different than what I think other schools would be like good for you good for you I've got a lot of family from Wood River I told you off the off the show uh off the air that my grandparents lived at the bottom of the Ninth Street Hill and for 50 years and I spent a ton of time uh growing up in Wood River um what's the franchise that's still franchise. open. Yep, it's still open. Yep. Good pizza. Yep. Great place. Mm-hmm. And I and Wood River has had multiple some of the best athletes in the history of the Metro East have come from Wood River High School. What's it like for you to coach at your alma mater? It's it's a pretty awesome feeling. Um, you know, obviously I was coaching at Roxana um when I, you know, when I was contacted about this job and and uh, you know, to to follow in the footsteps of you know, the guys that coach me, um, Gary Carter, Brian Painick. Um, you know, it, that to me, it was, a, it was an honor. Um, and you know, at the time when I got the job, I lived two blocks from the school. So it was very convenient. Now I only live about five blocks from the school. Um, but it, it's, it's really neat. You know, you get to go back and teach with, with people that taught you and, and then some of the people you went to school with or they're teaching with me. And, and, um, you know, and then obviously having my brother on staff and, and he teaches there as well. And he's on staff with me. Um, uh, that that's also a big plus. Um, you know, it, it was tough when I got the news. Uh, I heard, you know, because I really loved uh, coaching at Roxanna with Pat Keith. He's a great guy. Um, he's doing good things at Southwestern right now. Um, but, you know, it, it was hard to say goodbye, but it was easy to come back home. And I'm, I'm real glad I made the decision to do that. That was well said. And you've coached with some great coaches in the area. You coached at Marquette, like you said, and you were at Roxanna for a long time before <laughs> making the transition back to East Alton Wood, Wood River. So you've coached with some really good football coaches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I haven't. I haven't coached Marquette. Oh, I thought you did. No, um, I've coached. Uh, I started at Whatever, and then I went with Gary Carter to Jerseyville. Oh, Jerseyville. Sorry, yeah, Jerseyville, sorry, sorry. and then um, then to Roxanne. I knew there was one other stop in there. Sorry yeah, about that. That's all right. Um, and uh, well, actually, yeah. After Jersey, I, I came back to Whatever for a year, and then went to Roxanne, and now I'm back back at Whatever. Okay, I want to talk about the trademark of your teams. What I can always expect to see when I see a Gary Heron team. But first. Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans saves me money every month now, and he will save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans, and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he will donate $100 to East Alton Wood River Football 
or East Alton Wood River basketball or baseball, or maybe he'll give it to CM football. Would you like that, Coach? No, I don't want that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you refinance with Andy, he'll give the 100 bucks wherever you tell him to. Give him a call today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East, even if it is CM football. All right, Coach. You got some upcoming tough games. Yep. Right? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, every I think every game in the Koki Conference is a tough game um, from year to year. And next we play uh, Columbia at home. Um, and then we go on the road to Freeburg. And uh, then we're back home against Roxana for senior night. Uh, and then we end it with Red Bud, who's, you know, in the other division. But uh, they're going to be tough as well. Roxana is senior night? Yep, Roxana is senior night. And that's the last game of the regular season? Uh, it was, it's our last home game. Last home game. Yep. How many people will be at that game? I would imagine quite a few. Uh, you know, I remember when I played, we were just talking about this the other night at our coaches' meeting, because uh, I've got a lot of kids who I coach and a lot of kids, you know, guys who were who went to Woodover on staff. And, and uh, you know, I was telling my my uh, one of my freshman coaches, I go, you, you don't, like, understand how many people used to be at our games. Um, you know, back in the day, the playoff game we had at home, there were 3,000 people there. And, and um, now I don't think there's going to be quite that many for this Rock How many people game. do your stands hold? Did they hold that had to be standing? Oh, it was standing. Yeah, people were surrounding the the field. Yep, and uh, and just just droves of people back then, and and uh, you know we had good turnouts when we were in the playoffs against Carlinville, even though we were on the road. Um, But I think you know with Roxana being there, um, it's you know both teams are competitive, uh, so that's always going to stir up more in the community and and get more people out. Oh, I think it'll be fun atmosphere. You looking forward to that game more than any other? I mean. you got to look for it. It's, it's Roxana. It's our rival game, so you kind of got to be waiting for that game. But you know, are uh, you friends with the kids from Roxana off off the field? Uh, do you hang out with kids from Roxana? I, I don't necessarily hang out with them, but I did run into them at a restaurant the other day, and we were just talking about how our season's going and about what games we have coming up next. So I, I mean, I because do, you are just down the street from each other. <laughs> yeah, we are very close. So I mean, we, we see each other every once in a while, and we'll talk. And but I don't necessarily hang out with them. Hmm. All right, coach. You were not, we're not hanging out with the shells. We're friendly with them. That's good. I appreciate the fact that you can hang out with them. What restaurant? Casa Romero. Casa Romero. Sounds like a good place. I need to go check that out. Is that in, is that in Wood River? It's Rosewood Heights. It's Rose- uh, up on Airline Drive in gotcha. Rosewood Heights. I know where that is. All right, guys. Well, good luck the rest of the season. What is the trademark of a Gary Heron-led team? What should I expect to see? I'm going to come watch the Oilers one night this this uh, fall. Um, trademark would be good playing good defense, good sound defense. Um, being that team that when the other when the game is over, the other coach comes over and says, you know, your your kids hit hard, they play hard. Um, I think that's one of the biggest compliments you can give, you know, another coach is is to say that you know your kids they they played us tough and we're going to remember this game and and uh, you know I've I've had plenty of coaches uh, comment on that and and say that that uh, you know. They didn't think we were going to be the thumpers we were. And, you know, and we come out and, and put it to them. I think Harrisburg felt a little bit of that week one. Uh, I don't think they they were ready for for um, for our defense. And, and we, you know, we came out and, and hit them hard. Are you the same coach you were eight years ago? No. No, I'm Has, way more. Because now you're the head coach. You've been, yeah. the, you've been the head coach for almost a decade. Yeah. And you were, when you went from Jersey to Roxana, you might have been calling plays, but now you're the head coach. Yeah. How did it change you? Um. You definitely see things differently. Uh, I'm much more calm and laid, and, and you know, not laid back, but just kind of have a calmer demeanor now. Um, I still get fiery at times. Uh, you know, I, Seth could probably speak to that a little bit. But yeah, Seth, would you describe <laughs> Coach Heron as calm? 
I mean, it just depends on the game's going. I mean, he, he can go off on you, but I'd say he's he's a relatively calm and uh, a good way at like helping you, not just yelling or screaming. He's 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 there to educate, and not yeah. You know, I think kids these days respond a lot better. You know, yeah. And that's that's one thing I, that's a difference. When I started out, I was more of a in your face type, you know, like old school type that guys. Was 10 that's, years ago too. You yeah. know, I'm like the world, I feel like the world changed changes. Yes. Like I think COVID changed the world. Mm-hmm. And I think just re- recent things have just made coaches nicer. You yeah. know, we just have to communicate. I, I think the old days of uh bear Bryant and I think those days are gone. Yeah, I, I agree. For I, the most you know, part. Cause if you're too hard on kids now, they'll just quit. And, and that's, you know, and I'm not saying that you have to cater to them, but, you have to understand and know them and, and understand where they're coming from. And, uh, and I've, I've had to do that a lot, um, especially at our school uh, the past, you know, eight years, just, you know, taking a, taking a kid that's a project and, and really getting into them and, and, you know, maybe being that, that tough father figure that they may not have. Um, and then, you know, let them understand that I'm still going to be there when, you know, when, when everything is you know, going wrong, going right, he can always come to me and, and uh, that's, you know, that's, that's one thing, a lot of success stories, a lot of kids that, that, you know, everybody said they're a throwaway, they're not going to do anything for you, you're going to kick them off the team, and, and we've turned them around and, and made good, good kids out of them, good citizens. That's the best part of the job, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Are really you coaching, is. are you helping coach anything else at Woodover except for football? Um, oddly enough, bowling. Uh, I was never a bowler in high school, but, um, you know, at the, at the time, uh, my best friend actually resigned from it, and uh, the soccer coach Michael Lawson was was the other head coach, and, and I'm like, well, I'll help you out, you know, and and so I started that seven years ago, six or seven years ago, and and I've just kind of been there ever since. Are you enjoying it? I do. It's it's a lot different than football, uh, which is nice, and especially with it being back to back, I go from kind of a you know high intense you know uh, season to one. Everybody's to one paying back. attention to football, and then bowling, yeah. it's like people yeah. don't really, and it's all, and that's kind of nice to not yeah. have to worry about that. Huh. And is bowling an official conference sport for you? Yes, it is. Because it is in the Southwestern Conference yep. too. So it's important. Yeah. You know, you want to do well in the conference yep. for your school. So and where do you bowl? Uh we bowl at airport and thought. Bethalto. Good enough. All right, guys. Well, good luck the rest of the season, man. I hope you make the playoffs. Is this team last question, is this team a little bit different than some of your other teams? Does this team feel different? I know you've had I know you've been in the playoffs right. before and you've had success before. <clears throat> it's not like this is your first successful team. Right. Is this team unique? It is. Uh, I tell everybody this. Um, this is probably um, the smartest team that I've ever coached um, and probably will ever coach. Uh, I would say the 16 seniors, probably 95% of them are at a 4.0 or, or over it. GPA. Smart? Yeah. Kid smart? Yes. boy, Seth. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's just it's, – it's been a joy coaching them. Um, you know, they're – I have to approach them differently than my other teams. Okay. Uh, because they – like I said, they're smart and they they ask questions where other teams wouldn't do that, and they want to know why, or they want to know why we're not doing something. And so it, it's it's helped me as a coach um, really think about that other kind of stuff that before I never really you know I never really had to get into because the kids never you know and they'll come together as a group too. They're not mm. just like a one person. You know they'll get together and they'll talk about it because you know that's what that's what smart educated people they you know that's what they do. So it's 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 been great coaching them. Uh, I wouldn't say it's always been easy, no. but. Um, but it's definitely been enjoyable. You guys a tight group? Oh, very. I mean, most of the kids on our, our senior squad is very close. We all hang out after games. We go to the franchise, and that's where we hang out, eat together. So, you know, you, we got a different bond than what I think other groups have yeah. had. I mean, I can't speak for them, but just uh, watching and seeing uh, how they interacted, I think we got a better connection and 
a better feel for each other. Is the franchise getting a lot of free pub here, or is it, <laughs> is it just me? What? How many times are we going to mention the franchise? Oh, well, that's where all the kids hang out. Say the know? franchise one more time, and that's like in 20 minutes, that's like <laughs> six mentions of that place. Yeah. I want you to tell those folks at the franchise, and then they got to hook us up with at least a pitcher of soda or yeah, something. Something, right. something, Coach. Yep, yeah, all I right. agree. I'm sure you are a great student, but I'm going to give you a chance to get a little bit of extra credit right now. Okay, so so tomorrow when you go to school, you get to mention to one of your teachers, hey, I told this guy Lipe on this podcast that you were my favorite teacher, that this was my favorite class. <laughs> What's that class where you could use a little bit of extra credit, where you could tell that teacher, you know, I talked about your class. Go right ahead. My history class. I mean, it's probably my hardest class, so. Who's your history teacher? Mr. Marshall. Uh-huh. Mr. Marshall in history. And you love that class. You're gonna tell Mr. You're gonna tell Mr. Marshall that you were talking about how great his history class at East Alton Wood River High School was, and how you couldn't wait to get there and learn every single day because you're learning the correlations between football and history. I do enjoy that class. It's just it's just one more and more difficult, and uh, it's just set up like a college class. So it's it's not what a your you know high school students are used That's to. Good. So. That's good. Yeah. Smart kid. Thanks for coming, Seth. I really appreciate you, Slayer. Thank you for keep, having me. Keep grinding the rest of the year, Coach. Totally, totally fun having you. Big thanks tonight to guests John Huff of the Gateway Sports Venue, Jake Peel, Hannah Miser from CM Cross Country, and Gary Heron, Coach Heron, and Seth Sladen from East Alton Wood River High School. And for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquee, Jeb, and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club and Rosenthal License and Title Services. Our engineer, Everett Hicks, thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.